17 weeks, four quarters, 60 minutes, and it all leads up to one winning, winning drive. Now you're facing a Titans team that you already mentioned, Cordell, is very inconsistent um, with the way that they have played. Derrick Henry has been hot and cold. Um, I mean, Ryan Tannehill is still the quarterback. DeAndre Hopkins has played consistently well, but I don't think anyone is surprised by that. I think that we all know that DeAndre Hopkins can still play football at a very high level. Um, and they they had moments where they play well, but when you start looking at like their scores, I believe that they're at the bottom um, echelon in terms of points scored. Um, so this is a Titans offense that is really trying to make their way in an NFC South that I think once we all thought just was Jacksonville's to lose, but now is a little bit more diluted and it could potentially be anybody's division for up for grabs. And again, they're playing against a Ravens defense that is just playing really well right now. So what do you foresee um, in terms of what it is that the Ravens defense needs to do here? Continue to do what they've been doing. Honestly, I, I, I really wouldn't change much outside of maybe cover zero when the game is on the line. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would probably go away from that. Um, but other than that, I mean, look, this is a team that I think, what, is second in the league in sacks right now? I mean, yeah, who would have thought, they're, right? They're, they're getting there. They're getting there. It may not be the way that everybody wants them to get there. I get that. But I don't think that – I don't think – that them not having a bona fide pass rusher is why they felt the need to go to that cover zero at the end of the game last week. To be honest with you, I don't know what the thought process was behind that play because I didn't feel like they needed to be that desperate. I, I didn't I didn't feel like they had now maybe they felt like it's Kenny Pickett. We don't think too highly of them if we're being yes, honest. That's exactly what I think happened. And honestly they're just like we're going to put the pressure on him. We're going to force him to get the ball out of his hands quickly and make the right read. And to Kenny Pickett's credit, he saw it pre-snap. He makes the audible and he goes right to George Pickens right off the snap. I mean, he he beats it easily. So, I mean, that's the only thing I can think of because I don't feel like they felt the pressure to have to do that to get to him. I, I just think they wanted to throw a wrench in there and just try to fluster him and it, and it backfired. So be it this week against the Titans, they're going up against a team that is a, an offense that can be dangerous because you don't know what to expect from them. I mean, they can one week have zero type of offense. I mean, get nothing offensively. It's been a struggle for Derrick Henry so far this year. Tajay Spears has looked like the guy that's kind of, Dare I say it, eating into Derrick Henry's yes. snap. No, right? he is. Yeah. Um, so he, he, he can do more. He's given them more in the passing game, and he has been more explosive than Derrick Henry to this point in the year. But it's still Derrick Henry, and, and we know it can be any given Sunday with him. So the number one thing is going to be stopping the run. It's going I to be agree. stopping the run, getting him out of the game, taking away that play action, and forcing the, the Titans to be one-dimensional. And then you look at it, there's no Traylon Burks this year, so it's D-Hop and company. Nick Westbrook, Akine, he can be he, – he, he's sneaky. He's sneaky. You have to watch him, especially in the red zone, and he can pop some of these big plays. He He's just a guy that I think 
takes advantage of defenses who kind of forget that he's out there. Um, so as long as you keep him on your radar, I don't think he can beat you, but it, it's one you start zeroing in on D hop or something like that, or zeroing in on the run game. And then they hit you over the top uh, with Westbrook Akine. That that's, that's when he can beat you. But other than that, I think this Ravens defense has played so well this year. I, I, I don't think that this should be a big struggle for them. But, hey, this is an NFL team just like they are. Um, they're coming off of a, a, a loss last week as well. Um, D-Hop is coming off his best game yep. of the season. And you never know. I mean, I don't know how he may feel towards the Ravens or anything like that with all the rumors going around this offseason that he may be in Baltimore, whatever the case may be. You just don't know how motivated D-Hop will be for this game. I just think the Ravens need the, the Ravens defense. If they play the same way they did against the Steelers, I, I think that's a winning formula. Yeah, I agree with you. And you already mentioned, look, the, it's funny because the Titans have scored 15 points, 27 points, three points, 27 points, 16 points. So they're very inconsistent and they have lost one loss, mm-hmm. one loss. So based on that merit, they're due for a win. The problem is, is that I, I believe that the Ravens defense is consistently good as opposed to the Titans um, offense being inconsistent. So, um, you know, just based on what, what, what we've seen, it, it appears every other game they decide to show up. So I wouldn't be surprised if they try to show up, but I, I think that this defense is good enough where they're going to be like, hey, nah, I mean, we, 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 we're going to try to stop that today. You know, we're going to try to stop this trend of lost win, lost win, because that means a win is this weekend. And I think that Mike McDonald, um, you know, I'm a fan of Mike McDonald. Okay. I don't, I didn't like the cover zero, but ultimately, you know, we all make mistakes, right? It is what it is. That offense is what is more of the issue to that game last week than Mike McDonald in that defense. And so I definitely think that he is capable of um, righting his wrongs this coming week against the Titans. Um, I believe that, um, it, like you said, you got to make them one-dimensional. you got to add some pressure onto Ryan Tannehill as well. And I, I think that um, and if you do that and make sure that Henry doesn't get to that second level, and, and you already mentioned Spears. So Spears is also a guy that you do have to take account for um, in that regard and just try to get them to force the ball, then I think that you're in a good position. So I definitely think that this matchup um, – feels look at the end of the day it feels lopsided on both sides on on you know Ravens offense versus their defense and vice versa but like you already mentioned this is the NFL and you never know sometimes it's about the matchups you know what I mean and so and that's just basically where it boils down to but I do think that this defense will um, capitalized off of the things. It will be interesting to see how they use Marcus Williams versus Geno Stone because we know that Marcus Williams is still trying to reel back from that injury. I don't think that it – look, I'm, I'm cool with him incorporating himself in there, you know, just to try to get a feel back of the game. But Geno Stone has played well. You don't have to keep putting Marcus Williams back in there if you don't want to. Geno has done a very good job in his absence, and you don't want to push that, particularly against, to me, this offense who – is not necessarily high-powered. I already gave you the numbers. They're not high-powered every single week. You don't have to do that. So it will be interesting to see what they do, but I expect them to definitely continue 
putting pressure on um, the quarterback and finding ways to allow the secondary and these linebacker groups to, to be in the blitz packages as well. I mean, and to your point about Marcus Williams, um, I guess on the flip side, this isn't a team that really stretches the field vertically that much. Um, I, I, I don't know. I guess with Marcus Williams, the thought process is, A, you know, try to give him playing time to get figure out how to play with this injury or get back acquainted. But also maybe they think he's a better coverage guy than Gino. I guess they're more so, and I'm just assuming. I'm just assuming, but I'm 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 thinking that maybe it's like the thought with Marcus Williams is that he's there for coverage. If he's got a tackle, they're probably in a bit of a bind, especially going up against Derrick Henry. If he gets to that third level, I mean, <laughs> Marcus Williams can't tackle Derrick Henry right now. There's not a person in this league that can tackle him with one arm. Um, so that that's going to be the bond that they're put in. If this does turn out to be a Derrick Henry day, Marcus Williams won't be able to stay in the game long because they're going to need as many people that can tackle as possible. 